0: Wow. What a wonderful time together. Such a beautiful story. Uh, can we take a moment just to thank our readers that they do such a good job? Hey, my name is, is Adam, and I'm a, a pastor here at Mosaic, and I'm excited to be with you here in person, online. And I'm going to lead us through uh, right, lighting the Advent candle and then lighting our individual candles. Um, Advent is a a word that that means arrival, and uh, this represents a season for us, the 24 days leading up to when we celebrate the birth, the the arrival of Jesus. Uh, We've been in a a teaching the past few Sundays uh, called Dwell, where we have focused and looked at scripture at all of the ways that God has expressed his presence to us. Uh, from a, a tent that was uh, to a nomadic people called a tabernacle, to an ornate and beautiful temple, to us, you and me, being his church, and what we're celebrating tomorrow, the very incarnation of the Son of God. One of the things that's been clear in this Advent season through this teaching is that God has gone through great lengths to be with us, and he's made his home and His dwelling with us. So I'm going to light this candle. It served us through Advent as a symbol, a physical reminder that God is present with us. Would you join me as I pray? Father, as we we meet here to gather to to sing and to celebrate the arrival of your son, we are caught up in awe and wonder. The, The reality and the truth that the creator of all things chooses to make his dwelling and home with us. is beautiful and overwhelming and leads us to do just what we're doing tonight. To sing songs, to celebrate, and to be in awe. And So tonight we light this candle as a symbol that you are with us. And I pray that, that where we are struggling to see that, where we are struggling to experience that or believe that even, that you would meet us faithfully with your presence here tonight in your name. Amen. Well, it's well documented that I'm kind of nuts about this time of year. (laughs) Tree number one has been up for almost 60 days now, and there's other trees, and we've done it all. We've eaten all the food, we've watched all the movies, we have a million little traditions, but sometimes I go into this season with expectations that are up here, and then experience a reality that's, that's a little bit less. And I don't think I'm alone in this season, right? Every movie that we watch, there's magic and everything comes together, but, but oftentimes our expectation isn't quite met. I'll share a place where this has happened for me and my family. Um, Advent is a new practice for my family. I didn't grow up with this, in fact, wasn't really even introduced to this practice until becoming part of Mosaic, uh, but since then have grown to really love it taking the 24 days, marking those, those days that are leading up to the arrival of Jesus. I loved it so much that I wanted to build with my family an advent calendar, a wooden advent calendar. Here's where my expectations went. I'm going to buy wood, I'm not a carpenter, but I'm going to whittle something amazing. And as I'm doing this, my children will come near to me in the garage and will want to work with dad and we'll paint this together, and we'll whittle together, and we will create a family heirloom that'll last for generations. Here's my expectations. Here's reality. Um, The picture's not bad. What this picture doesn't show is most of these doors either don't open, right, or don't close. Um, We ran out of numbers, so not every uh, every door has its numbers, and it was rough, and can you believe that my teenage daughters didn't wanna hang out with me in the garage and help make this? The gap expectation in reality, it's imperfect. It's kind of a hot mess, but it contains a story of something that is perfect. Within these little doors for each day, we write one of the virtues of God that also arrived with the arrival of Jesus. Christmas is the arrival, the advent of Jesus. It's also the arrival of true and complete freedom. It's the arrival of true and complete joy and peace, and it's the arrival of what we're celebrating tonight, the light of God come to us to bring life, the arrival that has come as light, not light that comes from a source like a bulb or the sun, but light that shines in any darkness, that overcomes every darkness and shines in the landscapes of our own souls. A light has come to us. You've heard this passage read by our readers, but I want to revisit it. This is out of Isaiah chapter 9 in verse 2. And this is, this is written to a people who are waiting for this arrival. It's not happened. They didn't see it in their lifetime. They're waiting for this light to come to them. And here's their promise in verse 2. It says, the people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. To a people experiencing what it is to navigate life in spiritual darkness, who are fumbling through with lack of purpose in confusion, waiting for the light to dawn, the Son of God has arrived and has brought the light to all humanity that illuminates and gives life. Listen to these words in in John chapter 8, Jesus says this of himself. When Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life, this life expressed in the light of Jesus is extended to us, a people otherwise walking in darkness. My, uh, my childhood home had a, uh, an uncommonly long hallway, maybe a corridor. It was so long and bizarre. And, and here's my challenge with this hallway. My bedroom was the very last doorway at the end of this very long hallway. And the light switch for the light in the hallway was at the very beginning of the hallway. So on nights that I was the last to go to bed, it went something like this. The little kid version of me walking to the beginning of the hallway, seeing its full length, investigating thoroughly while the lights are on, flipping the lights off and sprinting like an Olympian runner to my door to flip on the light in my door. Why? Because we don't like moving in darkness. It's perilous, there's risk, there's injury, there's pain, there's disorientation, there's confusion. This promise is made by the prophet Isaiah to you and I, a people who experience a darkness, not a vision, but of the heart. And God has come to us and has brought the very sustenance that our souls desire and need this is what we're celebrating this is why we light the candle and we tell the story and we sing the songs because our savior has brought the living light to us there's a few things i i want for us tonight for those of you who are here or you're watching online and when i say or read the phrase walking in darkness you would say yes that's That's my experience right now. I have to tell you, this good news is for you. You're not excluded in the people that the great light has dawned for. Jesus desires to give you his living light poured into every corner of your heart. This is an open invitation for you. If you wanna respond to that invitation and you're online, There's a prayer button you can click, someone is standing by to pray with you. If you're here, come see me here in just a few moments after we light our candles. I'd love to have a conversation with you. The second invitation I have for us is more of a posturing of our hearts. I do love this time of year. I almost always underestimate how busy and exhausting this time of the year is. I think it was last weekend I had a run of four parties to go to and I'm an introvert I was wiped out. I didn't even want to look at people by day four. My invitation over the next day, as we step into traditions, whether you're home alone, whether you're with family or friends, or maybe you even have to work, that you would lead yourself to be focused on the reality. That even if this season looks a little bit clunky, like my wooden advent calendar, that you would realize it contains a perfect story about a perfect. Jesus come to us, that you would lead yourself to be focused, that you would allow yourself to celebrate, and that you would express gratitude to God, because He has covered a distance to dwell and to be with us that we could not cover to seek after Him. You would lead yourself to be focused on the reality of this story, you would celebrate embracing everything that the season is and respond with gratefulness to the King of Kings. We have these candles that represent this living light. And I love this practice because it, it both represents us collectively getting to participate in the light that God brings to us. But it also represents that you and I take light into the world. That if we are our sons and daughters of the Most High God, we are light bearers of this living light and we take it to every dark corner of this world. And so tonight I want to invite you to stand as we light these candles. We're going to sing, we're going to reflect, and we're going to worship that light, the living light, has come to us.